Welcome to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. Do you own a small business or does that small business own you? Are you seeking increased sales, more loyal customers, lower operation costs, and brand loyalty? If you're interested in elevating your brand and expanding your reach, then Business Buzz will put it all together for you with expert guests, resources that make sense, and your opportunity to be heard. Get ready to call in with your questions and comments at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Business Buzz is out to put the buzz back into your business. Here's your host, Frank Hellring. Hey, can you hear the buzz? Welcome wherever you may be. You have found Business Buzz. I'm your host, Frank Kellering, and we're coming to you live, prime time, on the Voice America Business Network channel. Well, today on Business Buzz, I'm going to do a reach back to a show that aired on June the 30th where I interviewed a globally recognized music icon, Mr. Paul Anka. This show was largely due to my relationships and recent joint venture with the California Senior Guide, whose most recent magazine cover features Mr. Anka, both on the cover and a robust storyline. Recently, Mr. Anka, in tandem with another iconic vocalist, Olivia Newton-John, who will be one of my soon upcoming guests, performed Paul's timeless song, Put Your Head on My Shoulder, and vaulted that duo re-release to the top of the music charts of Amazon and TikTok. Paul Anka is back. The decision to rebroadcast this show was largely due to you, my listening audience, because you have consistently, over the last two months, exploded my listening audience numbers with your overwhelming response to this show. This show is full of history, levity, and humor, and the rare privilege of hearing Mr. Anka's life, both past and present. There are remembrances during this show copy that will astound you with instances that you do not know, and there are sentiments that will cause you to ponder how after now 80 years of Mr. Anka's life, he is still going strong. Which brings me to the main purpose of this show, which is to inform you that now at age 80, Mr. Paul Anka is about to go on a USA tour entitled Making Memories, which will also feature other accompanying vocalists to bring back his hit music and hit songs and those that he has written for iconic stars and vocalists such as Frank Sinatra. Mr. Anchor's tour begins on October the 22nd out there in New York in, I believe, let's see, Westbury, New York at the Westbury. And then he's going to go on up and down the East Coast, and he's going to go to, oh my goodness, Niagara Falls. Then he's going to jump down into Florida and have four shows down there. And believe it or not, on the 14th of March, when he ends the tour, he's going to be in the neighborhood of Voice America in Scottsdale, Arizona. I'll tell you right now, I'm going to be picking up the phone, talking to his publicist, and talking about Voice America covering that event live and in color on our IPTV. Well, it's a rare privilege and a genuine pleasure to have interviewed Mr. Paul Anka and to bring you his thoughts and aspirations, not only for himself, but for the nation that he loves. Join with me in stepping back into history to a kinder and gentler world, to man who has moved the hearts of millions all over the world with his soft, melodic tonality and memorable, timeless lyrics, Mr. Paul Anka, 
while born a Canadian, now an American, has exemplified what it is to bring the best America has to offer to the world at large. So join me as we take a walk down memory lane once again, and once again we make memories with the incomparable Mr. Paul Anka. Frank, how you doing? That's you a bet, hell of an Paul. introduction. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Paul. I'll tell you what, I'll skip it. Everybody knows that name, right? Paul, I can't tell you how thrilled I am to have you on the show today. Well, thank you. I'm honored, and I appreciate that. It's, it's nice to be still talking to somebody at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I understand that. Listen, I yep. saw recently where you yep. are now a TikTok sensation. You know, talk about spanning seven decades with your yep. music. Now, all of a sudden, that music is out in concert with Olivia Newton-John. And, Paul, you're a sensation across the world with TikTok. Well, you know, that the whole TikTok thing, to uh, address that is... Uh, you know, it's a mystery, but we, in, in terms of out of nowhere, however this collectively comes to be, all of a sudden it's rediscovery time, and with Put Your Head on My Shoulder, uh, Olivia, and uh, Jojo Cat, and it just shows you that the technology age dictates in so many different ways, whether it be for better or worse, uh, it's there. So I'm, I'm enjoying that. It's going to be curious when we're on tour, which we start in October, and it's going to be fun. You know, Paul, what's amazing to me is that it's like turning the clock back in history in my life. I bet I've watched The Longest Day a hundred times. That's one of my favorite movies of all times. And just for the heck of it, I went to those screen credits, and there it is, Paul Anka's second name, you know, in the roster. Unbelievable. Yeah. How did it feel being part of that movie and that roster of incredible stars? Well, you know, you have to go back to the age that I was at, and... Uh, being a part of pop music when it was in this infancy stage and everything was just happening to all of us kids. And then all of a sudden you get a phone call. Would you like to fly to France? Mr. Zanuck, the longest day and the list of stars. You know, you, you, you've got to be humbled by it because I was still, you know, wet behind the ears, still wondering where I was going to go from there. And then all of a sudden you're in this amazing movie about one of the most important dates and events in the history of our country. And through it all and, and working over there, uh, the, the real delightful aspect of it was near the end of it when I was dining with Mr. Zanuck and John Wayne and everybody. I said to Mr. Zanuck, I said, who's doing the music? And he said, Paul, there's going to be no music. I don't want any music. This is an authentic film and no love story. I said, well, I've got this melody. I've been inspired because I'm basically a songwriter. And he said, nope, no music. So I, I went back to New York where I was living and I and the song, you know, just was done in my head. You know, many men came here, soldiers passed this way. And I took my own money and I went into a studio and I made a, a demonstration record with all my vision. And I sent it to him. Well, back then, uh, at that time, the communication factor was all with telex and phones if they worked to Europe. I got a telex back and he said, Paul, there will be music. Well, I tell you, when I got together with Maurice Jarre, who orchestrated it, and it was the only music in that film, like you, every time I watch that film and I hear that music and then the Academy Awards, it was wrapped around all of it, I say, wow, a little guy from Ottawa, Canada, and here I am with all these people, and the, my music is in this amazing motion picture. So that was it. That and The Tonight Show really were a big part of my memory bank of what happened to me in terms of my music. Absolutely. You know, and what's amazing, Tom, uh, Paul, I've got, you know, a tremendous amount of baby boomer business guys listening to this show. 
And, you know, of course, I'm from the Vietnam generation. And I asked your production manager before we got on the air, is there any particular song or memory of that particular era, you know, in American history that, you know, kind of strikes your interest? Oh, a great question. Great. Uh, of mine? Yep. Yep. You, um, lived it. you lived right through it. Yeah, I sure did. I, I, you know, look, that event, and, and my hat's off to you, was obviously a, a amazing, life-changing event for all of us. And, you know, at that time, I guess I'm trying to pick the year with my way. Somewhere in there, I was doing a lot of cover records, so there wasn't really much personally to me until I got to my way. Let's start t- talking about that. That's Frank Sinatra's big hit. You know, did you actually yeah. collaborate with him on the writing of that of that song? Oh no, no. The, you know, I was working Vegas as the youngest kid to work Vegas, and uh, there I am with the Rat Pack, understanding that all of us teenage kids that were writing or singing and what have you, our dream was to be like those guys. We didn't see anything else on the horizon. You know, thus I wound up in Vegas and getting to know him. And he'd always tease me, you know, when are you going to write me a song, kid? Well, I was scared to death. I wasn't going to give him puppy love or anything like that. So all of the experience manifested itself. I was in Miami Beach working at the Fountain Booth. Sinatra was doing a movie. We went to dinner. And he said to me, kid, I'm doing one more album and I'm quitting show business. And Costa and I are going to do an album. Well, Costa, Don Costa, was my arranger, my producer, and I introduced him to Sinatra. So I went back to New York and I just couldn't believe that Sinatra was going to quit, which he did. And one more album. So I sat down at 12 midnight and I wrote those words for him. I finished it in five hours. Major thunderstorm. I mean, I'll never forget the whole environment I was writing in. And I took it to Vegas and I gave it to him. And he said, kid, I love it. I'm going to do it. Two months later, fade out, fade in. I get a phone call from a studio in California, and he said, kid, listen to this, and he put the phone up against the speaker, and I heard my way for the first time, and I just started crying. Paul, that must have been some moment, and now you're about ready to go on tour here in the United States starting in October, as you just said, and you're mm-hmm. going to be out there memorizing, or excuse me, memorializing, right, Frank Sinatra. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. Well, um, just to wrap up the my way, what's really happened here with the new album that's coming out around my birthday, July 30th, of course we had to do my way, but how blessed was I to get Andrea Bugelli, my friend Michael Bublé, and the three of us are singing my way on the album. I mean, you know, what an end chapter from the Sinatra experience to two of the great voices today, Bublé and Bucelli on my way. So what we're doing is the tour, uh, it will be represented with Sinatra songs by arrangements that he gave me, but I'm not forgetting the fans who want to hear Put You On My Shoulder and Lonely Boy and all of those. So it will be a mix of my world and his world, yeah, and very, very exciting to do that music. You know, Paul, I'll tell you, memories for me, I mean, the name of your album, you know, is, is, is you know, got that word in it, making memories. I can remember yeah. many a fond memory where I had a nice young lady's head on my shoulder listening to put your head on my shoulder. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, know, I know exactly what you mean. That was, a, that, was a day, that was a day and age as you were lucky. 
if she'd put her head on your shoulder. You know, I'd go to the movies at a paper route, earning three bucks a week. But on the weekend, with one dollar, I got to buy my comic books and take a girl to the movies and get her head on my shoulder for one dollar. So we've come a long way, haven't we? But that was the moment. You know, I wrote that back then. When you had a record out, you'd have to go visit these disc jockeys all around the country, say hello, what have you, and do what were called record hops back then, where the kids would get together and they'd dance at a gym or whatever. And I would be up on the stage singing Diana or whatever, and everybody had their heads on each other's shoulders, and I'd go home to a hotel and I'd be all by myself. So it's amazing how subliminally or consciously you write songs and being, mom- being motivated by a moment like that. And that's where I got the idea for the song. And I was dating at the time um, Annette Funicello uh, from the Musketeers. Oh, my and, uh, goodness. Wow. Yeah, and she was one of the first ones that I played the song for. And then I wrote Puppy Love for her and I because Disney did not want her to be involved romantically with anybody and kept insisting to her that it was just a puppy love and it would pass. So something good came out of that. <laughs> You know, Paul, recently I had the alumni of Soul Train on my show, and, of course, they dovetailed into American Bandstand. Were you ever on American Bandstand? Oh, I was on one of the first shows. In Were you? Oh, they cool. Started, I came down at 15 when Diana was released, and they started talking about this new show that was going to be on ABC with this guy from Philly called American Bandstand. I think I was on one of the first shows that month in August. Oh, I was on home team times. I was very close to Dick Clark. He was a very dear friend, may he rest in peace. And that was always the stop when you had a record out or the Ed Sullivan show because there was nothing else. And in most places, television didn't come on till five in the afternoon. And it was, you know, American Bandstand, and on Sunday it was Ed Sullivan. And I had many, you know, even when it... it um, escalated into this uh, beach nut, and then it went to another level. I was on American Bandstand all the time, all the time, yeah. You know, it's amazing, Paul. Obviously, you know, some of the most incredible groups, like the Beatles, you know, they're not not performing anymore, you know. A lot of the groups that I grew up with, they're just not there anymore. But your career is one that many can envy over seven decades of making music. What inspires you to keep writing new music, Paul? Well, let me get to that. I'll give you, I was instrumental of getting the Beatles to the United States. I toured Europe from age 17 on, and I spent a lot of time there in Asia, all over the world. When I was working in Paris at the Olympia Theater, hmm. uh, I got in early, and there were these four kids working with a friend of mine. I think her name was Clinette Renault, and they were the opening act, and I went to the show, and I saw these four guys with this hair, shirt and tie, called the Beatles. Now, you all have to understand that we were not in a media-driven society back then. There was no CNN, Fox News. You know, it was just, you heard about things late, months and months and months later. So I got to know them. I have pictures with them. We got together in London, and I really felt the vibe from them. I came home to my agents in New York, uh, Sid Bernstein and uh, Norman Weiss, I said, there's these kids in England, and I just saw them, et cetera, et cetera. They're called the Beatles. And they looked at me like, what do you mean, Beatles? <laughs> I said, you should see these go there. I said, you've got to get these kids. 
Well, you know, what no one realizes, they've been hammering around Europe, changing musicians, they were doing covers, what have you, and we would talk about Chuck Berry, Fats Domino, their idols, and they'd do the covers of those songs. And I kept insisting with Norman, it was after that that they flew to England, signed them up, and brought them over to the Ed Sullivan Show. Paul, you are absolutely a, a joiner, you know? I mean, uh, yeah. we talk about so much about networking today, right, in the small business community. I talk a lot about yeah. it on my, on my program. But the yeah. bottom line here is it's really all about relationship, isn't it, Paul? I mean, especially totally. right now. I mean, the SAG yeah. actors out there have been out of work for two years, right? You know, if it's not for the power relationship, I don't know whether they're going to come back or not. Well, that's a very good question on observation. My son-in-law, Jason Bateman, who's in that industry, you know, he's been curtailed. He's got Ozark, of, of course, because they couldn't shoot it. And so I was very privy to the inner workings of what, unfortunately, was happening. Uh, will they all come back to work? I think that's kind of a, um, a broader stroke, because I don't know that a lot of people in all industries, small, and we all have read and then know the litany of it, I don't know that they're going to want to come back to work. They certainly aren't. I think it's a a situation now that obviously has been addressed uh, in our industry. It's going to change. Agents are not going back to work. Managers, we're in a state of flux right now to getting back to whatever normal that's going to be. But it has certainly affected the blueprint of what we knew. And to answer your question, I don't know where that's going to land. I think there are a lot of people, unfortunately, that are suffering from this dynamic in terms of you know, how we're going to work, who's going to come and help us, will they, will they want their jobs, and et cetera, et cetera, everything that we read about. So it is a huge concern, and uh, I'm waiting like everyone else. Thank God I'm, I'm going to go back to work, uh, you know, God willing, uh, in October. But we're, we're just so affected by all of the moving parts here. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just know in my industry a lot of people are not going to get back to work, and a lot have suffered. You brought, you know, Paul, we're going to move to a break here in about three minutes and keeping that, you know, thought moving forward, you know, how have you weathered the pandemic right now? I mean, obviously you're a performer, you're not able to perform out in the middle of large audiences. You know, what's this meant to you as far as your current status? You know, I realized um, early in that game with 19 that my number one job was going to be my health. And I focused on that totally. And all I wanted to do was stay healthy. Uh, obviously, you're with your family, which is the most important thing in your life. And what came out of it for me, along with all the obvious in keeping healthy and getting the shots, et cetera, I sat down and wrote an album and kept myself busy. And I would never, live, never have normally done that, writing a whole bunch of new songs in such a small period of time, recording and getting ready, and just really focusing on, as an individual, and also a citizen of this country and of the world, you know, very concerned. You know, yes, stay home. Yes, abide by all of the rules. Because we all felt it. We all felt it. I know there's some that are not getting vaccines. Uh, that's another question. But all I had to do for my son, who's, you know, 16 years old, uh, and my family, is just stayed home, focused, reflected. And, you know, there's a good side to everything. And put all of that into your family, into your life, and wait, and just wait and be intelligent about it. 
Yeah, and you know, Paul, we've all learned through COVID-19 just how powerful that word family is, right? Oh, you know, we're going to pick it up with your album uh, after we take a quick break here, Paul, about making memories. We're going to take a quick break here. You're listening to Business Buzz with Frank Hellring live on Voice America Business Network, brought to you now by millionairemindset.life forward slash debt to wealth.com. Let me tell you something. It's hard to get that out of my mouth on a weekly basis, but you need to go to my show host webpage on Voice America and click on that banner ad as it flies by every 10 seconds because you're going to learn how to get out of debt. And let me tell you something, there's a whole lot of people out there all the way from their mortgage down to their credit card bills and all points in between that need to learn how to get out of debt right now. Well, I'm on the air right now live with Paul Anka, a music industry icon. Hey, Paul, we've been talking a little bit about Making Memories, your new album that's coming up. Can you kind of tell us what the inspiration was behind that? Well, Frank, uh, you know, along with adjusting to 19, um, you know, the time that you have on hand and, you know, putting all that time, obviously, into your family and securing your health the best you could, luckily, because I was in an industry that's, you know, the creative side that I do, and as a small business owner, uh, I had time to sit down and write with no interruption, no travel, no tour, but just sit and write and reflect. And I just said, just write, Paul, and get an album out. And that's what I did with my time and preparing for my documentary that we're going to be shooting here. And it was just amazing um, how with a different kind of time on hand and with everything that was going on around me that I just completed an album. We got the deal done and recorded it. And you look at it now and say, wow. When I look back and the memory of making it, it's out. And I can, you know, recall all the moments that inspired me with these songs. Yeah, and you've got on this new album, you've got a hit single, right, with Olivia Newton-John. I mean, I go back in my, my years, you know, and I think of the movie Grease. I mean, who, who could forget what Olivia Newton-John looked like at in that movie, you know, with yeah. the closing, closing scenes. But what was it like working with her uh, and bringing back one of your absolute all-time hits, Put your, Yourself on My Shoulder? Wow. Well, you know, I've known her for a lot of years. Um, she's a wonderful artist, and she's a very nice person. She, of course, has her personal uh, challenge right now with cancer. And even though she's been dealing with that, her spirit and her passion for her business has never, never waned. And I had the opportunity when I was thinking of what am I going to do with shoulder? I want to do a duet, and I wanted a female, a part of it. As a father of five girls, I'm always thinking of women and the welfare of women. And I called her and said, here's the story, et cetera, et cetera. She said, I would love to. So we arranged to record her up around Santa Barbara where she lived, and she went in and did an amazing job. It was an amazing moment for me as it completed to see how well that she did. And then, of course, it took off with, with uh, TikTok. Uh, Dojo Cat then covered, and she has a record on it, but there's TikTok. And with Olivia, and then we went to number one on Amazon with it. You know, I used to talk to Sinatra about it. We'd talk about music, because he, he lived and died by a single record. He really, as cavalier as you may think he was, he said, yeah, we've got to keep making records. And we'd say, to have a hit record, to make something that you like and get it out there, is so important. And I've always reflected on that with him because I spent a lot of those kind of moments with him. And to have this come out with her with a song that's, you know, if you were to say, what's your favorite song in the 50s you wrote? It's Put Your Head in My Shoulder. And when it was finally done and we were mixing it, I said, wow. I mean, what an adventure that song has had 
to now wind up with her and have a number one record with Put You On My Shoulder. It was just, and I see kids now, and, you know, when I go do my own shopping, I love to go to the grocery store because I'm, I'm a health nut. And when they come up to me and sign autographs and do this, I'm saying, you've got to be kidding. And they sing Put You On My Shoulder, and they're so into it. It's very, very cool. It's a very, very cool, warm moment for me. You know, Paul, you're also reaching back in your career, right, to younger artists. you got this mic. I hope I pronounced his last name correct, Bublé and Andrew Bocelli. They're going to be yep. touring with you, right? I mean, it, it's absolutely amazing. I mean, you were in, uh, obviously, uh, Longest Day with John Wayne. He was very, you know, uh, well-known for helping young artists, right, become big stars. Uh, what's yeah. it like for you working with the younger generation right now? Well, it's, you know, I've always helped young artists. I mean, I go back to, to the very beginning, and then John Prine, talented guy. I found him in Chicago, and I helped him out. Then Michael Buble, I was a part producer on his album. I love to find young people that are really passionate about working and loving what they do. So it's, it's necessary, even beyond music, to help young people uh, the best that you can. So when I see the flourishing Michael Buble, and then meeting a guy like Puccelli, you know, who I spent in a few days of my vacation last uh, couple of years ago. Uh, it's exciting. It's just great to feed off of uh, people like that. I mean, I was very um, part of Michael Jackson's life. He'd come with his family to Caesar's Palace in Vegas and see the show, and I watched that growth. And then in the 80s, we wrote together, and then when he passed, unfortunately, may he rest... I had his last three hits. This is it. Love never felt so good. And then I hear from a guy named Drake, and Drake says, "You got, heard you've got a song of Michael Jackson's." I said yes, and he shows up at my house, and we sit down and we figure out uh, what we're going to do with "Don't It Don't Matter to Me," which was the song. So he's there working with, it, especially these the rap guys are they're all into this. That you know they don't play instruments. You know, you take a meeting, they have a computer. There's no sense of how to work out on a piano. So when you experience that, as I did with Drake and his people, uh, it's, it's just it's an amazing kind of moment to see how I was brought up and what I needed as tools to work, and then to see how they flourish and do what they do in a whole different, whole different technical way. You know, Paul, having spanned now seven decades, I mean, technology-wise, you, know, you can remember probably the first mic that you sang into, right? But over seven decades, technology has changed so much. How's that been for you? Well, you know, Frank, it's changed my business as it has, uh, you know, all business in terms of the availability at hand and how you can work with it. You know, for us years ago, working with tape uh, and having to stand in a studio and get whatever you wanted within your vision done is so different than sitting here with computers and taking as long as you want and, you know, adding a whole different aspect to how you record, it's amazing. And it's amazing in that when you go through the process ultimately and looking back as to, I never even realized that this was even going to come to this. And in all, all aspects of how we're experiencing technology, how it rules our life, unfortunately, you know, for better or for worse, the aspect of technology from the film business to the music business has changed it so much that it's just a whole new world. I use it, you know, when I have to and, and how I apply it. But in some cases, it just allows you in a, in a broader stroke 
to create what you want to do. You know, when I started as a kid writing at 15, it was a piece of paper and a pencil, and you're sitting there alone, and you maybe had a, a big reel of tape next to you, and you tried to capture what you wanted today with what you have to work with, and drum machines and strings and all that stuff. You, you apply your craft differently because of the technology. Now, you know, having said that, it's, it's tough for me because back when I recorded, you could feel the blood and you could feel the natural approach to music and knowing that it was all real. Today, it's not real because they're, without, without demeaning anyone, you know, a lot of some of the singers, they don't have voices. They don't really sing. So the technology allows them, you know, to fulfill their dream, but they're not really the natural voice that you'd expect. So it's helped. It's enhanced a lot of people. Uh, but for me, I use it, you know, in a very different kind of way to try and keep the natural flavor to it. But technology, as we know, it's, it's dictating everything. It's, it's changing life. You know, we can get into artificial intelligence and all of that stuff that's obviously here, and it's going to change everything as it, as, as it has been doing. You know, I have for no reason why to think this way, but I did eight track just went through my memory. You know, Paul, you remember yeah. those <laughs> in the cars? I, I can't, uh, you know, uh, you know, imagine, you know, what it's like for you to move from that era now to this era. I mean, no more slicing of tapes, right? No more splicing. No, we used to right? razor blade, a razor blade, quarter inch tape. Well, let's take that out. You slice it, you put scotch tape. You know, it, it's just... When you, the irony and the paradox, I guess, in a sense, is, you know, it was big albums, it was, you know, vinyl, etc. And now I see, my, you know, my boy and I see his friends come over, they're listening out of a phone, <laughs> a little speaker. You remember years ago, you'd have these huge speakers in your room and you were jamming it. They don't even know what that world is, you know. And you, you look at how it's evolved from the size of everything to where it's at today, and you say to yourself, what's next? Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, Paul, yeah. I just celebrated my 69th birthday. You and I are separated by a decade, right? Yes. But your 80th, 80th birthday is coming up here on July the 30th. How does it make you feel as an artist, a father, and a family man to be at this stage in your life? Well, you know, the first thing I think about when, I, when I'm going to turn 80 is <laughs> 81. <laughs> you start realizing that... Um, you know, what's left in front of you is uh, not what it was years ago. You, you, you value time uh, in a much different way in precision. Who fills that time with you? Um, you fill it with all kinds of thoughts as to what really matters. You know, the reality of what really matters at this stage um, Thank God for the foundation that I've got, that I'm still doing what I love to do uh, with that foundation. But you still realize that you you learn late to a lot of things. You know, a lot of people that see stars and celebrities and all that kind of stuff think they've got it easy and they've got a handle on it. You know, everybody that I know in this industry, when they've started out, are not sophisticated. And we weren't sophisticated. And whatever you've been hit with or blessed with, you, you, you have to deal with that success, and that's all you know is what you do, and you're crawling along praying that you'll get the wisdom one day to deal with what's a very difficult occupation with all the good about it. So you get to even, you know, as I turn 60 and then 70, what really matters to me now? And stuff that used to matter, 
I couldn't care less about today. You know, you you really realize that the essential time that you put in of quality with your family at the end of the day, for those of us that have been blessed with family, and I, my, mine are all over the world. I have three daughters in Europe. All that time is the most important thing, is the time that you have that's going to be left, right? And you want it to be honest. You don't want to waste it. And I don't want anybody lying to me. And you look at, here's what really matters to me today. Here's what really matters. And it's, it, it really, it hits you. You know, I, I don't live by the number and I don't, I don't look at it. I don't look at it as I'm getting old. I look at, at it as I'm getting older. I'm getting older. Now, how do I get older gracefully? Gracefully. Absolutely. You know, I'll tell you something, you know, the senior set, and that's how we came to meet, right? Through California Senior Guide, right? You've got a major uh, article coming up in that, and actually you're on the cover, right? Of the upcoming magazine. Thank you. (laughs) I mean, it's so exciting, you know, uh, to, to, to see you on that, you know. But let me ask you a question, you know. Sure. Seniors right now, you know, I mean, they're going through it, Paul. They're really going through it, especially here in California with 148 senior centers shut down, you know. Yeah. I'm hoping yeah. we can get this voice copy out to them so they have something to entertain them in this, you know, type of uh, situation they're involved in. But as a senior, if you had something to say to them right now of encouraging, what would you say? You know, first of all, those are good people. They've been through it. You've been through it. Uh, you know, we're getting older and they're keeping us healthier. And I think when you really look at what's important and how to take care of yourself and apply that to your life, um, you know, it's all predicated for a lot of people. And I, I go around the world. We all have to have hope, you know, and hope of how we live and hope we stay healthy and what have you. You know that when you look at the landscape medically, they're keeping us alive longer and, you know, free of pain, even though to me when people say, are you happy? I say, that's freedom of pain. So to all the senior citizens, and, and I'm one of them, you know, when you just really realize that what we have around us that we can still enjoy, when you realize that we're getting so educated on all of the things that we're being taught medically and dieting and what have you, you can really put your arms around that. I think that with the suffering, if you will, that they've and we've all gone through in terms of this 19, um, it can only get better. I pray that it gets better because essentially, who saw this coming? You know, and I think when you're strong and you can get to understand it all, it's important to keep believing and keep taking good care of yourself because there is enough on that table for us to enjoy because when you look at the craziness that's out there and the severe change that's going on it's really important that you embrace your world and keep fighting in a sense that it gets us back to a normal so that we can exist in it and the health is paramount i know it's cliche and we hear it if you can just keep yourself healthy um i think there are things coming down the pipeline that are going to make our life easier. I mean, there's new statistics out as to how long we're all going to live. Um, and, it, you know, if you, I read a lot on medical journals and et cetera. We are enjoying a good life, you know. I, I think that it's sad to see the facilities and how they've been hit. And Absolutely. 
you know, Paul, we got about two minutes to go on the show. I hate to interrupt you. Yes, you sir. are a small business owner. I got a ton of small business people out here listening to me right now. I know you got a scooch, you got another gig that you have to be at. But let me ask you a question. Could you give sure. a parting thought to my small business community out there uh, from your perspective as a small business owner, what you're doing and how they can really get a boost back in their business right now because they all need it? You know, my heart goes out to you, and I feel it every day from people I know that own restaurants, etc., and I know some people, they just can't get back on their feet. I mean, we're ruled by economics and money, but all I can say is that, you know, you've just got to buckle down, and, you know, we're, we're, we're suffering in terms of people coming back to work. I think you've got to find a way, as strong as this country has been and will be, you've got to adjust to whatever it is to stay in business. You just have to adjust to it and try to stay in business if it's financially and physically possible. But I hope, I hope from government and everywhere else, the relief will be there, and I think that you have to continue to look forward with it and then seek wherever you can see help, wherever you can see anyone or groups or whatever to keep you in business because the heart of this country, the heart of this country has always been built on small business, and we can't forget that. You know, all those rich guys out there, that small minority, they've flourished, right? And I don't know if they've spread it around or if they care, but the small business owners, that's been the heartbeat of the United States and the world, and I deal all around the world. Every day in my travels, I talk to my daughters in Europe, I talk to my friends over there. That can't fail because that is the heart of it, right there, small business. Paul, I couldn't agree with you more. Listen, thank you for taking the time. I know you're a busy guy putting this album out. Hey, don't be a stranger. Maybe we can break bread one of these days. What do you think? Well, that's a yes. And, I, you know, I'm going to be in your territory, I think, uh, within the year. And uh, we're going to just keep that focus so that when I'm around each other, whether it's even as close to Vegas to where you are in Arizona, we're going to do it. You're on. All right, Paul. Listen, you have a fabulous, fabulous tour, and I'll definitely be following you, okay? Thanks so much for being on Business Buzz today. Thanks for having me, Frank. I appreciate it. To all of you out there, keep the hope. Keep the, keep the hope. Thank you very much. Hey, listen, we're going to take a quick break here. You're listening to Business Buzz with Frank Kelling live on Voice America Business Network, brought to you now by Business Group Resources. Listen, if you... Love the IRS? You don't want to listen to what I'm going to say right now. But if you really know and understand that there are tax credits out there that you're entitled to, then you need to pick up the phone right now and you need to dial 877-857-6875. That's 877-857-6875. Business Group Resources is getting an average of a million dollars per month back for small businesses. And you need to find out if you can get your hands on some of that money that you're entitled to. Well, we've had an incredible guest, Paul Anka, not with us, unfortunately, in the second half, but I got Bill Abood coming up, Bill Abood of the CEO of California Senior Guide, and we'll be back in two and two with more Billas for your business. Are you tired? 
tired of being overcharged by your credit card processing company? Not sure what you're even being charged for? Well, at On Fire Processing, we are here to serve you and help you possibly save money and increase your business revenue, keeping you in the black. We are your one-stop shop for merchant services worldwide. Our motto is no burn, just earn. Please call us at 833, the letter U, On Fire. That's 833-866-3473. At LaTip, in everything we do, we believe in the importance of small business success. And we believe in helping small businesses reach their growth goals. The way we help small businesses is by building relationships, training on how to expand those relationships into closable leads, and providing technology to efficiently interact within those relationships. We just happen to run business networking meetings. Want to come to one? This is the power of LaTip. Visit LaTip.com for more information. That's L-E-T. We're always looking for guests, resources, and business promotion. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales, lower costs, and amplify brand loyalty? Do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach? If any of these sound like a fit for you, you need to partner with us. Call us at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-366-9289. And discover how Business Buzz and Business Watch can take your message and company further. Again, give us a call at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. 877-366-9289. Business Watch is your outreach to feel the pulse and increase the buzz in your business community. Invite Frank to be a speaker at your next event. We can create a live promotional video with you at your next event to brand your brand. Visit businessbuzz.com. Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow. PPP, COVID-19, SBA, is there a way? It's time for Business Watch, where your voice matters. Call into the show at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or drop us an email at info at businessbuzz.com. That's info at B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S buzz.com. We know you've got something to say. Now, here's Frank Hellring, Business Watch, where your voice matters. Hey, we're back live now on Business Watch. This is the segment of the show where we open up the phone lines in Phoenix and you can call in live to mix it up with me and my new special guest, Dr. Bill Laboot, is the CEO of California Senior Guide. So you need to pick up the phone right now and dial 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. And you can be on live on Business Watch right now. Well, I'll tell you what, I've got three watchwords on this segment of the show, which are meet, collaborate, and grow. And boy, what a meeting we just had with Paul Anka. What a tremendous, tremendous talent that is still with us in this world. And I've got now Dr. Bill Abood, CEO, California Senior Guide Magazine. How you doing, Dr. Bill? I am fine. Thank you for allowing me to be on your show. And what a great interview you had with Paul Anka. That was in that was crazy. I'm, I'm just still in awe of how amazing that man still is providing 
coming up on his 80th birthday, and he is just still pushing forward. I don't think slow down is in his uh, repertoire of words. This guy just keeps going, and like the Energizer Bunny doesn't stop. That is really, really amazing, and and credit to you. Great questions. What an interview! It was flawless. It was just it was fun to listen to. Let's put it that way. I was just like back in the, back in the era of growing up, listening to all his songs. It, it just felt like home. Excellent job, Bill. If you had any idea how much background I did on this show, you would, you wouldn't believe it. You know, I mean, to have a guy of that magnitude with me live on the air was just an absolute blessing, and it would not happen without you and Grace. So, I mean, I can't thank you enough from the bottom of my heart. Of, of bringing Paul on because, uh, you know, it's not, as I say all the time, about Frank, okay? It's about my audience. And to have that type of a caliber individual on this show was absolutely amazing. And it wouldn't have happened without you and Grace. Well, I thank you very much. But you are also just as worth it because we have a lot of, as you know, on our publication, the California Senior Guide, we have a lot of celebrities. And he talked about... Um, Olivia Newton-John, and we are probably going to have her as your next guest as as well because she is great with us, and we're doing a a special on her. And as uh, um, Paul said, she's going through a little bit of uh, turmoil in her life, and if she is willing to discuss it, we're going to have another fantastic show, and it's going to be just as brilliant as Paul's show, but it's – we in, enjoy working with you, Frank, and uh, I'm, I'm speaking on, on Grace's behalf and myself and the California Senior Guide. You're, you're a wonderful host, and we're looking forward to collaborating with you in the future with all our celebrities and just educating our seniors out there and letting them know, you know, as, as Paul said, grow gracefully and what really matters in life is family and this is what we are kind of all about we're a publication family designed so we can just share the things that we really love with the people we really love and it's just about family and just knowing what is important money is not important even though it's a necessity but what really is important who's going to stand by you as he as he says he lives here but all his daughters are in europe that's what's most important to him is small businesses, family, you know, being truthful. And that's really tough to say in this day and age is being truthful. And, you know, Paul hit it right on the, on the hammer, right on the nail. It's, it's, it's really amazing how you can be honest, not only with yourself, but with your audience. It's, that's why he's loved for all these decades. Yep. Very honest. Just so you know, Bill, I, I discussed with uh, Paul's production manager, uh, Emily, right, uh, right. that um, Voice America obviously is going through a major remake, you know, they're going to bring an IP radio and IPTV synonymously, right, which right. is the new wave that's happening in virtual. And I asked her, you know, if possibly Paul might be open to maybe live streaming, right? maybe some of his tour across Voice America, and she said, we're definitely going to check into that. So this could be really big for California Senior Guide, especially in America, because this is the tour, uh, you know, circumference that he's going to be involved in right now with this tour, and uh, they don't know where they're going to take it, you know, overseas, but at least here in the U.S., California Senior Guide's all over the U.S., right? All over the U.S. So we are slowly, slowly, thank God, expanding, 
and we are just enjoying our time and we are looking forward, as I said earlier, to collaborating with you and just blowing up your show, blowing up our magazine. You know, we just take our friends with us because we want to be the voice of seniors who don't have a voice. And if we could have voices like yours, Frank, and Paul's, and Linda, and just all these big stars, we have nowhere to go but up. And we want to just touch as many people as we can and inform as many people as we can and educate as many people as we can. Yep. Hopefully through your radio waves. Now, Bill, you're a big part. You're a big part of small business. That's how you and I got together, right? Absolutely. And now we've got a super collaborative relationship between my radio show and California Senior Guide. A lot of your advertising, right, came from small businesses prior to the pandemic, and you had a major drop-off that happened, rightly so, right? Because, I mean, if you're shut behind closed doors, how in the world are you going to pay for advertising costs, right? Correct. But now that it's coming back up, right? Have right. you got any kind of strategies and maybe something you and I can collaborate on together to bring small business back into the pages of that fantastic publication that you've had around since 2016? It's just being honest with our audience. We want to find the stories that matter, the places that matter, as, as Paul also touched on, healthcare issues that matter, What just education. As long as we educate our small businesses, our seniors, our families out there on where to go and what to do. We just want to be an educational um, program so we could help facilitate the next step in life. You know, some people take big steps in life. Some people take small steps. Some people are afraid to take steps. If they open our publication, hopefully they'll find an answer on what's the next step. And we just want to be there for them to help them guide them, educate them to move forward because nothing in life is worse than being stagnant. If you're getting, if you're a senior and you have nowhere to go, nothing to do, that's when you start losing your mind. If we give them, like I said, just a small step to continue propelling forward, you not only live longer, you live healthier and you want to give back to your community. And if we could do that, we've won. I'll tell you, Bill, you know, you don't just produce a magazine. You actually do live events, right? I mean, you work with that right. uh, Senior 50, I think, plus or something like that, where they do these live events. Have right. Thousands of seats. In fact, that's how you and I met. I was with another network, and I covered your event down in, I think, at Oceanside, right? That's right. how you and I got together, right? But. Right. But, you know, I think that, you know, with the way things are going with the pandemic and now the doors are opening up again, I think we got an opportunity here where I could bring business buzz live, Voice America, out to one of these events, blow up California Senior Guide, interview all these wonderful vendors that are out there you know, merchandising to seniors, and maybe get some senior interviews on there. What do you think? You're more than welcome because we look forward to spreading the word. Let's Let's not make it a concept, let's implement because as you said, COVID now is slowly dying down. We're gonna open up the airwaves. We even have uh, through, our, through our magazine, free COVID testing for any senior at no cost. So whatever we wanna give back. So if anybody needs help, just call, look us up, go to CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com we send you free COVID testing just to make sure you're safe. So this way you're not forced to be indoors. But we are looking forward to a long working relationship with you, Frank, as, as you know, and we are just equally as blessed to have you on our side.
You know, Bill, I'll tell you what, this show didn't happen by accident, okay? It happened through the power of relationship, and I want to get a little plug in here before we end the show for your lovely wife, Grace, out there, who's the laborer right behind the scenes, the editor of California Senior Guide. She's had these relationships with Hollywood. She must have a Rolodex that's unbelievable, you know, of Hollywood stars. Yeah. How did that all come about? We got about three minutes. Go ahead. You know, this woman is amazing. I'm not only blessed to have her as my wife, my business partner, mother of my children. She just is uh, the most wonderful woman. And the contacts that she has, as, as, as Paul said, she's just real. You know, she has a relationship with Michael, the, his publicist. She's very honest. She's very upfront. And she actually does one. She goes out of her way to do a fantastic job. As as I'm sure she helped you with with some edits for for your show. She just goes out of her way to make you look as professional as possible. Not that you're not, but she goes out of her way to make it perfect. That's her best attribute in life. She always wants to do everything she does in life. Perfect. That's why I'm, I'm a blessed man to having such a great woman behind me. And she actually makes me fantastic. So I have, I'm just blessed all the way around. There you go. And when I put the PR together, this PR press release on this show is going to go out to over 750 media outlets uh, in Voice America's world. You know, when I did that uh, particular press release, I sent it to your wife. I was sweating bullets, you know, as to whether or not I was going to get a lot of strike overs, right? Coming back and she goes, oh, no, it looks good. I said, oh, my goodness, that's unbelievable. Bill, I take, you know, we got to move off the show, unfortunately. What a great show. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart to you and Grace for putting this together. Uh, The playback will be up in about four hours. Please get it out everywhere you can. Get it over to Michael, Kevin, get it out. Because right now, the Buzz Factor bookends, right? We already got the show description out first. Now we're going to put out the playback. Dr. Bill Abood, thanks so much for being with me on Business Watch. We will definitely move ahead in the future with some great things together. Hey, listen, thank you for tuning in to Business Buzz today. If you'd like to be a guest or you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach, you can reach us toll-free at 877-3-NOWBUZ or go to my show host webpage at businessbuzz.com. And let me tell you something, you need to tune in next week because I'm going to have Scott Smith. Yeah, Scott Smith on the show, and he is going to be talking about Cal Sabres. Listen, if you're a small business out there right now and you don't know that the state of California, as of July 1st, is going to require you to have a retirement plan, whether you want one or not, you need to get on this show next week with Scott Smith because he's right in the heart of what's going on in the state of California. And you as a small business need to be informed and not have to go, OMG, how did I miss that one, okay? The buzz factor of your business is what we seek to increase. Tune in next week as we bring more guests like Paul Anka and resources to make your business buzz. Thanks for tuning in Business Watch and Business Buzz with Frank Hellring. We'll be back next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We hope to have you join us again next time for some more terrific ways to revitalize your small business.